This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Hey, greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is the spooktacular known as Freddie and Harry in this Halloween edition presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and I'll tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Before we get started, Harry Douglas, I know you saw the text last night from our producer, Shannon Penn, with his son, Braylon, and they were dressed up as the evil stepsisters, part of Cinderella. Now, my, now my wife, Denise, saw that. She went, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. That's some great makeup work to make those two look like that when it came to Shannon Penn and his son, Braylon, going as the evil stepsisters for Halloween. I'm still wiping the makeup off. <laughs> Bet you so, are. So, Shannon, no lie. I thought, at first, I thought you were pinky from uh, Friday. <laughs> Say it again. I thought you was pinky at first. Wow. But then I said, man, look at Shannon up there doing his thing, man. Uh-huh. Listen, that's that's how you know you're a great father, man. Amen. Because when you for, dress for up our, as a female with the other son dressing up as a female. Yeah, like for your family and your and your, your kids, your daughter, uh-huh. you'll do, you do anything for him. Yeah, and apparently Shannon did. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shannon, I mean, Shannon, you didn't look bad either, man. I was going for a little Wanda Shanene combination there. Oh man! Well, now the, now we got to worry about Harry's eyesight. Now he says, "Shannon, you look bad. You going for Wanda Shanene?" Now we got to worry about Harry's eyesight. Since you brought up Shanene, yeah. kid, now it's time to do what we came to do, kid. Oh my goodness, kid! Oh my goodness, kid! Well, look at Miss Look at Miss Little Attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, kid! Oh my goodness, kid! Plenty of people right now say, "Oh my goodness," the NFL trading deadline is about to come to a fruition at 57 minutes from now. Give or take a lie or two. We've seen a couple of trades already. Cardinals, they trade quarterback Josh Dobbs on a conditional seventh round pick in 2024 to the Minnesota Vikings for a 2024 sixth round pick. But how about Washington? They dealt defensive end Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers with a third round pick. The 49ers starting defensive line, Harry, now includes him, Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead. All of a sudden, when guys start getting back in offense, now you fortified your defense to load up to get ready for the rest of the schedule after losing three in a row going into the bye week when it comes to San Francisco. And those three losses, I think one of the main things that stood out for the defensive side of San Francisco, well, I'll say two things. Their secondary not being able to cover and also their defensive line not sacking the quarterback and getting pressure. Those two things go hand in hand. So they said, John Lynch basically said, you know what, let's add another piece to this puzzle and now they're going to be able to come at you in waves. You talk about a first team that is going to probably be Chase Young, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa, second team, Keelan Farrell, you got Givens, you got Javon Kinlaw, Randon Gregory, and you still have Drake Jackson as well. So mm-hmm. they're loading up on the defensive line because one of the, one of the things they do understand is that if you can go attack and, and, and pressure the quarterback, right. your chances of winning football games are going to be sky high. Yeah. So you look, at the, you look at what happened to the Kansas City Chiefs, right, when they played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. They went after, got after Patrick Mahomes, they ended up winning that Super Bowl, so that's the formula nowadays. If if you want to have a chance to win and compete at a high level, you gotta have guys that can go get the quarterback. This turn, this um, trade, excuse me, was made because of one team, the Philadelphia Eagles, because you believe that you're gonna deal with this team not just in the regular season, but in the playoffs. You're gonna have to level off that offensive line. What do you do? You got guys that can be very, very hard to block. The makeup for your secondary that has had trouble covering people in the last three games, and also they know they got bullied the last three games. 
Now people can say, you can bully that defense. You can bully that defensive line. If you can do that, then you can attack them down the field and make plays against their secondary. Because we saw Kirk Cousins do it for the Minnesota Vikings before he got injured. And we saw what was Joe Burrow was able to do for the Cincinnati Bengals this past Sunday. This is to fortify their line because, hey, we're going to deal with teams like Philadelphia, Seattle, Detroit, and even the Cowboys. We better make sure we can get up to the quarterback because those quarterbacks on the other side have shown they can make plays down the field, and we can't continue to let that happen with the San Francisco 49ers. And, Freddie, I'll say this when it comes to Chase Young, right? Things didn't work out with the Washington Commanders. They drafted him second overall. Some injuries plagued his career a little bit. But now you get a fresh start, right? right? You get a fresh start with a team that you believe is going to make the playoffs, a team that's going to contend. Also, your contract is up this year because the Washington Commanders did not pick up your fifth-year option. So in this time frame that you're with this team, yeah. you also want, from an individual standpoint, you want to showcase your talents to the rest of the NFL and let those guys know, yes, I was the number two overall pick for a reason, and I can still be that guy. And he's back with his buddy Nick Bosa, right. who was teammates with him at Ohio State University. Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together. And Freddie and Harry, thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And I always tell you, a smart speaker, to play ESPN Radio. Normally those kind of trades on a day where the NFL trading deadline will be over by 4 o'clock would be the main thing. Uh, not today. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Brother James Harden got his wish. He goes from one congregation in Philadelphia to another church in Los Angeles as he got his wish to be traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. Let us know exactly what this trade really, really means to you. Hit us up, be a part of Freddie Harry Nation on the Dr. Pepper call online at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. James Harden getting his wish. On his way to the Los Angeles Clippers, that's where he wanted to go. Philadelphia is rid of him. Let us know what this trade means to you at 888-729-3776. It's not the fact it was a blockbuster trade involving James Harden. It's not the fact that, once again, Harry Douglas, the Clippers making a move when everybody was asleep. It was the same thing when Kawhi Leonard got signed in free agency. Everybody's in Snoozeville. Think about what kind of Halloween party they're going to go to on Tuesday. Then we wake up and our national nightmare was over. That we got a solution to what's going to happen to resolution with James Harden. But the Clippers have only one basketball. And now you got James Harden, who wants the ball. Russell Westbrook, who demands the ball. Kawhi Leonard, who needs the ball. And Paul George, who wants the ball. There's only one ball to go around making this kind of trade. I can't wait to see exactly how that's going to work now that James Harden is there and no longer in Philadelphia. Yeah, I would say this. Head coach Ty Lue, he has his work cut out for him, right? But that's why he makes the big bucks. That's why a lot of people view him as being one of the best in the National Basketball Association from a head coaching standpoint so he can figure this thing out. And the first thing I thought about when James Harden got traded to the Clippers was Russell Westbrook, right? Because Russell Westbrook has had a good season starting off. Absolutely. He also finished the season very strongly last year within the playoffs and in the regular season. So I said to myself, okay, both of these guys can't be on the court for multiple minutes at one time because right. they both need the basketball in their hands to do what they do. But also another part of this is uh, people may ask me, hey, how did this move the needle for the Clippers mm-hmm. uh, in reference of contending? Well, before James Harden got there, I thought they would be able to contend under one condition. What's that? Kawhi Leonard being able to be healthy. Okay. And none of us have a crystal ball, and we don't know what that's going to be like when it mm. comes to playoff time. Sure. If Kawhi Leonard is going to be healthy, because I can't help but think about last year how they almost had the Phoenix Suns on the brinks, mm-hmm. but then Kawhi Leonard got hurt. 
Because if Kawhi Leonard was healthy in that series, period, I thought the Phoenix Suns were going home. Okay, that's fair to say. They really were. Th- that's but, fair to say. But now I would say when, if you, when you add James Harden, you do add another guy that, okay, if Kawhi is hurt, we do have another score. It's not going to be yeah. of the likes yeah. like a Kawhi or a Paul George. Sure. And I'm not saying you can trust it. Hey, hey, I was going to say. Because yeah. I, don't, I, I, I don't trust anything with the Clippers right now. I don't trust anything I, I really with James don't. Harden. I mean, with the Clippers have clipped. We've seen that before. It gets close to winning time. Any Jets fans knows exactly what I'm about to say right now. Uh-oh. It can't be the easiest thing when you're a fan of an organization, and it seems that every time they take a step forward, Life throws you two steps back. And I'm speaking as a Jets fan. And my boy Samuel Pierce, one of our producers, knows exactly where I'm going with this. I can't tell you how many times it seemed like the Jets are finally on a right path. And then Vinny Testaverde ruptures the Achilles the season after they got the AFC Championship game. Or a coach forgets to put the tarp on the field the night when AFC Championship game when the Jets had the fastest team in the league and they lose the Miami Dolphins. It seems that anytime you try to do something right with a certain organization, <laughs> life just kicks you back into the ground. So I know plenty of Clippers fans know what I'm talking about here. How many times in the last 10 to 12 years of Clippers, it seems like, okay, this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. And something happens. An owner winds up getting booted out. The players revolt against him. A guy gets injured in a a certain situation. You have a 3-1 lead. You can't put away a team. All those things seem to conspire against the Clippers. And now you're bringing the ultimate guy that has not had any kind of reasonable playoff success. And now you're hoping that the Clippers won't clip and Harden won't harden, especially when it comes to the playoffs. Any Clippers fan doesn't want to hear it, but they know. You're bringing in a guy that's been a star-crossed guy in the playoffs. And when they really needed him, when the rubber has hit the road, his tires have gone flat in those situations when it comes to James Harden. That's what Clippers fans should be thinking about right now, even though we know what kind of pedigree. Harden, Westbrook, Leonard, and Paul George have had individually. You're hoping that it works collectively so the Clippers won't clip in the playoffs. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, and, and that's, it's so hard when it comes to this basketball team because they have so much potential. Absolutely. And we know what all of these players on their roster can do from an individual standpoint. When you talk about Kawhi Leonard and what he's been able to do in his career and winning two NBA championships, right? You look at Paul George and what he was trying to accomplish when he was all the way in Indiana, but he ran into who? LeBron James, King James, I should say. You look at James Harden and what he's been able to do from an individual standpoint in his career, but who did he run into? Right. The mighty Golden State Warriors time mm-hmm. and time again. Right. And now you think about Russell Westbrook. Westbrook and you know two of those guys were together and, and, and competed for an NBA championship but who did they run into again the Miami Heat and King James that right. stopped them I was actually at that finals oh, so yeah? what we, was that like by the way it, it was fun it was fun it was a lot of fun man uh I also went to the one where they won I can't remember it was my bachelor party okay all of us went down there they, they had sealed the game it was on a Thursday right we had a ton of fun but okay ooh, clubs was jumping like some jack you talking about <laughs> Every last one of them <laughs> had a great time. I ain't had my leopard speedos then. Oh, we're back to that, Boy, we? I, I didn't need them. I didn't need them at that point. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to find if the Clippers can make this work. And somebody believes that it can actually happen when it comes to James Harden joining Russell Westbrook, along with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. We'll get to that in a couple of seconds here on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Leopards Douglas. I'm Freddie with no Leopards Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius X and Channel 80. But we want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. What exactly does this trade really mean? Now, did James Harden got his wish, and he's now out of Philadelphia and with the Los Angeles Clippers. He's one of our favorites. He's an FOS friend of the show, Roy the Truck Driver. Roy, what does this trade mean to you, my friend? 
Oh, Lord, Jesus, help me, God. Harry, <laughs> Jesus. Freddie, <laughs> please don't harden pardon. Please don't pardon harden. Please. If this don't work, fellas, if this don't work, I would ban him from ever playing ever again. He's so disruptive. And what have you done for me lately, Mr. Harden, besides make everybody mad because you a spoiled brat? I'm sorry, but that's what he is. Stop babying this dude. Come on, man. I love the fact he said, don't pardon Harden. We've got to trademark that and patent that so nobody steals that from the truck drive so he can get some money out of the whole thing. Yeah, I want to see if if they're going to be able to make it work, right, from a team perspective. Sure. Will will egos be able to be put put to the side for the ultimate goal, the team goal, the sacrifice, right? Right. Uh, Is everyone going to be willing to sacrifice a little bit of something for a common goal? And that sacrifice – even though you may do it, it still comes down to who's healthy and who's not when it comes playoff time, in my opinion. Your Agent Wojnarowski, the man who broke this story, ESPN senior NBA insider, when he was on, on Sportsman like this morning with Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman, and Chris Canty, he says anybody can make this work with James Harden. It's the guy that's going to be coaching James Harden. They think they have, got, they have a team in L.A. Um, that has enough firepower to compete with the elite and has a coach in Ty Lue that can coach Harden and can make this group work. Ty Harden, Ty Lue, excuse me, is one of those guys that you cannot give him any business and think he's going to take a step back because he will get in your face and say, take a good look at me. I'm not afraid of you. I dealt with LeBron James. You think I'm going to be afraid of you? If James Harden thinks he can bully his way and get his way, he's wrong. He's running to the wrong brother named Ty Lue, the coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. I also think think it has to be that respect factor, right? The respect factor when it that comes with Ty Lue being a coach and having success in this league and the players that he like you just mentioned that he's coached along the way, right? right. If you're James Harden, he's not going to be the person that just tells you what you want to hear. He's going to tell you what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. And you better be, you know, able to accept constructive criticism because that's the only way for y'all as a team collectively to come together and win if you're able to accept that and move on and move forward it's the right point you make in terms of constructive criticism but when it comes to James Harden he better engage in constructive listening because that's been his problem all these years when people are told him hey James it can work this way but you got to make adjustments. You got to tweak it a little bit in the playoffs. And he doesn't want to do it. He wanted to find a coach that was going to try to allow him to win his way. So, yeah, constructive criticism is fine. But if you're James Harden, for the first time, maybe in your NBA life, you better accept constructive listening. Because if it doesn't, then it's Groundhog Day all over again. The same way it ended in Houston, the same way it ended in Philadelphia, and it could potentially end that same way with the Clippers if he does not engage and constructive listening. Sweet Loretta in Connecticut. Loretta, what do you got to say about this trade with James Harden going west to get his wish to play the Clippers and get out of Philadelphia? I'm so sick of James Harden right now. Seriously. <laughs> I'm happy for Philly, and maybe they can focus on winning. But I, I wish that they would have dealt him to someplace like where there wasn't a possibility of winning a championship because he doesn't deserve to be on a team that can win a championship. I'm sorry, he just doesn't deserve it because he hasn't given anything to anybody, only to himself. And as far as him being on the Clippers, what's going to happen with Russell? That's, I, I think that's the, the downside of this because Russell's going to be, once again, the odd person out, sitting on the bench, not getting any playing time because they're going to have to capitulate to what James Harden wants. And that's what I don't like about it. All three of them can't play it. All four of them can't play at the same time. Barely three of them can play at the same time. Well, who's going to be odd man out? 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. And when it comes to Russell Westbrook, and, you know, Russ took a lot of heat the last few years. But one thing I can say about Russell Westbrook when it comes to the game of basketball, we know he's going to defend. Mm-hmm. We know he's going to hustle. Mm-hmm. We know he's going to give his all. Yep. He's never going to quit, and you Absolutely. never have to question anything that he's doing on the basketball court. You never, you never will have to. When it comes to James Harden, a lot mm-hmm. of those things I just mentioned, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. The church doors are open. Reverend Harry Douglas has allowed the congregation to speak on his behalf because <laughs> I am not disagreeing with you. And I hate it because I know what it sounds like to anybody out there listening to us here on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio that we're banging on James Harden. I get it. I understand that. I don't like banging on a guy. <laughs> Stop it, you guys. I don't Pause. like banging on a guy that has had that kind of pedigree. We've seen James Harden be an MVP. He's the only man in the history of the NBA to win at least three scoring championships and win the assist title two times. We're not talking about some ragamuffin guy that has put himself in a position to be in the best situations. James Harden, with his basketball equity, has earned the right to have people look at him and say, I need you on my basketball team. We want you in your basketball team. But to Loretta's point, it can't just be the same thing over and over again where we see. But by the way, on that level, I'll never give a Tim Legler when we filled in our first take with him, Harry, in the summer. And he said, James Harden, and he said it's NBA, ESPN NBA analyst, James Harden way too much game that in a game seven you have six points, five assists, six turnovers. And yes, you defer sir. to P.J. Tucker. He said, P.J. Tucker does that, not James Harden. He also went on to say, get up this morning, if you could characterize James Harden, Tim Legler said this should be the characterization regarding the beard. This is one of the most unstoppable offensive forces in the history of this league, and that's how he's going to be regarded. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be regarded as a winner or a leader, regardless of how this turns out with the Clippers. Because even if those guys do stay healthy and they make a run and they get all the way, to me, that's going to be because Kawhi Leonard stayed healthy. And they already had enough to contend without James Harden. That's the thing. Now, Harden and Westbrook being paired up again, and Westbrook actually looks pretty good at the start of the year, and his energy has been great. How does this affect Russell Westbrook going forward? And and is this an insurance policy to give you that offense you're going to need on nights when you're not playing Kawhi Leonard or Paul George? And who knows, if you're left without either one of those guys in the postseason, this isn't going to have any significance at all for the Clippers in terms of how you view them against teams like Denver and the Lakers and Phoenix. I, I don't think they're on that level. Yeah, when I look at a guy like Russell Westbrook, man, like I, that's and it's and it's crazy yeah. because I'm really worried about him and his minutes now because his his love for the game. I I I'm drawn to people who love the game, who right. are, who are passionate about the game, mm-hmm. who want to go out there and do the right thing and play both ends night in and night out and and and, and hustle the way you want guys to hustle. Mm-hmm. Like every single time they have an opportunity to be out there, they don't take any of those for granted. Right. They, when when you look at Russ in his career and you look at James Harden in his career, is James a better offensive player? Yes, but can you bank on certain things when it matters the most with James Harden? The answer to me is no. Yeah, Brian Albert said us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, H. Douglas 83, saying Harden better make it work because he's got no contract after this year and he wants a max deal. Brian, you are spot on with that because James Harden loves a lot of things. He loves getting his way, but he also likes to get that money. And if, money. He's, not, and if he's not able to do what the Clippers believe he can do, they don't have to resign him to a max deal. But get, then again, the Clippers will clip. Who's to say they won't do that no matter what happens 
in the playoffs. We'll keep this conversation going. Go ahead, Harry. What do you got to say? Last no, I, but but I agree with Legs. Like I, everything mm-hmm. that the Clippers want to accomplish this season is mm-hmm. predicated off of Kawhi Leonard and him being healthy it and has being to be. available. Yeah, it has to be. It's not about James Harden or Paul George. No, or even how Ty Lue's going to coach James Harden. If Kawhi Leonard is healthy and he stays healthy, that team's legit. Any kind of any kind of bump or bruise then the Clippers are going to clip when it's all said and done. Keep this conversation going with us. Be a part of Freddie and Harry Nation on the Dr. Pepper call online. This trade, when it comes to James Harden going to the Clippers and leaving the Philadelphia 76ers, what does it really mean? Let us know right now. Triple H, say ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season. It's the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. I'm going to tell you why. As much as James Harden is benefiting from leaving Philadelphia, the 76ers have benefited by not having him around any more. This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Happy.
Happy Halloween to you and yours from Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell that smart speaker, you have to play ESPN Radio in about five minutes, give or take a lie or two. I'll let you know exactly how the Philadelphia 76 are so much better off without James Harden. That comes to you in about five minutes. And we're going to take your calls about James Harden being traded from Philadelphia to Los Angeles Clippers. What does it really, really mean, especially to you? We'll take your calls on the Dr. Pepper calling line at 888-729-3776. But real quick, Adrian Wojnarowski, he was the one that broke this story, the ESPN senior NBA insider. He was in the Woj pod earlier today, and he talked about how this story broke, or before the story broke, what he had to do to make sure that he got the right information to bring it to everybody else. I was at Newark Airport. I was getting ready to fly to L.A. to go out and be out with our NBA countdown crew this week and NBA Today and was suggested to me to not get on a plane that you might be. It's always my worst fear with this job is you're in a plane and the wireless is spotty and you can't get to what you need to do. So I so I sat in Newark Airport, uh, watched the place close down and then almost start to reopen again. Can you imagine your security? And you're walking through and you see Adrian Wojnarowski and you say, yeah, the airport shut down. Go, I can't leave. I was told not to leave. I have to stay here and break down the story. And you have to spend the night like you're Tom Hanks in the terminal at an airport. But we got to give a lot of love to Woj, though, man. And, oh, yeah. And that's why we love our insiders so much, because people don't understand the behind the scenes and everything mm-hmm. uh, in depth of what they go through and what they have to do to be able to break stories and give us the information that we need. Yeah. Not just us as analysts, but the people, everyone else that watches his tweets and watches him online or whatnot, or watches him on TV or radio or hear him on radio. He does a tremendous job. And it's everyone across the board that work at this network, man. They go through the ins and outs to make sure that we we're well served right. in the department of getting the information that we need. And this is information that we all need it. No, no doubt. Think of the, we all need it. Think of the trust level if you're an insider that teams, general managers, coaches, and players. I can't even imagine what his phone or Adam Schefter's phone or, or what Jay Glazer from Fox Sports. I can't even imagine the well, contact in their phone when it comes to stuff like that. So, so there's been times I've been out to eat with Pete Thamel. Oh my and God! Speaking he's of his constantly, phone. constantly mm-hmm. getting up, going out, taking calls. You know, working things that whole nine. So I, I'm not gonna say I understand, but I, I've seen what it's like. Man, can you imagine? Like, hold on a second. Keep that steak warm. I'll be right back. And he's not back for 30 minutes, or she's not back for 30 minutes. Nope. When something else comes in, when those kind of stories are break. And they make sure they want to have all the right information. What does this trade mean to you as anybody out there listening? Can't wait to hear what you have to say. Part of Freddie Harry Nation at 888-729-3776. Blockbuster trade. James Harden on his way getting his wish to go to the Clippers in his hometown of Los Angeles. No longer a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. Dell in Detroit basketball. Dell, what you got to say, my friend? Hey, Freddie Harry. Hey, how you guys doing? We're good, brother. How about you? Uh, Long time listener. First time caller. Appreciate you. Uh, I had to call in. Mm-hmm. I think it's so unfair and so hypocritical, uh, particularly the lady that called in prior to about how he did doesn't deserve anything. You know, these owners, James Harden is looking out for himself. Okay. And if anybody, including you all and myself, uh, had a way to go into our boss's office or, or whatever and to get more. We would do it, but 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 we're stopped. Hey, this man has found a way to get what he wants. And to sit up here and criticize him and, and say he doesn't deserve it is so unfair. What about these owners that 
they they take these franchises and they just leave city. They they wait till players get used up and they just cut them. He's looking out for himself, and I'm sorry. Why is that so wrong? Well, Dylan Detroit, I'm not criticizing what you just said because nobody's criticizing James Harden for trying to get his. I would never criticize any athlete or any person. You got to make sure the best situation is available for yourself. It's the way he's gone about it that bothers, whether it's Loretta, Connecticut. I know that's the one the caller you're mentioning and you're referring to. It's the way, Dell, that he's gone about it that when things go bad, all of a sudden he abandons the ship because he wanted that situation in Houston and he ran off Russell Westbrook. He ran off Chris Paul. He blamed other people. And when things went bad, he wanted to get the hell out of there. Now, the Brooklyn situation, I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. When you got Kevin Durant, who was not the problem, but that whole Kyrie Irving circus, he didn't want to be a part of it. I get it. I would want to get out of that situation too. But he had a guy in Daryl Morey, the general manager, stick out his butt and his neck on the line again for the second time. And then he feels lied to when they gave him all the, the, the finest perks that he could have had. So it's not so much a James Hardendale wanting to get what he wants. I'm not blaming him for that. It's the way that he's gone about it that has rubbed me the wrong way. And I know plenty of people feel the exact same way, no matter what kind of ability that he has brought to the table as a basketball player. Now, I'm going to sit up here. I'm not going to sit up here and say that Dale doesn't have a point, right? Because he does I've, have a point. Sure. I've, I've been on that player's side. And for so many times, players sign contracts. I've been one of those guys. And I didn't get a chance to fulfill that contract that I signed because the owner has let me go or a team has let me go. Let me say it, put it that way. Uh-huh. And, a lot of fans, I would say, side with owners in those regards. Yeah. You, pe- people, Which has you, never made sense to me. It, me either. But I understand James Harden wanting to get his, but as a teammate, as a former guy, being in the locker room with my guys, there are ways to do things, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have a guy like Joel Embiid, who's trying to contend for an NBA championship, just one MVP, and I understand that you may want a max contract, but also, you have to look at the context and why you aren't getting a mass con- contract. Right. When certain things were on the line in the playoffs and your team needed you the most, you didn't spit out what they needed you to spit out either. So you, you can scratch and claw to get every dollar that you want to get, but also the context has to matter, or have to matter when it comes to did you do what you were supposed to do in order to want that max money? James Harden wants all the trappings that we've seen LeBron, Steph, Kevin Durant get, but he has no championship to show for it. And anytime things have gone haywire, he's wanted out of those situations. That does not make him a bad person, but it makes him James Harden. And that's why he got his way again. But there are no guarantees that that way is going to work out for him or the Clippers when it's all said and done. Anthony in Florida, my friend. James Harden now out of Philadelphia on his way to the Clippers, part of a big blockbuster trade. What does that trade mean to you? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad he's gone right now. You know, um, he was a, he was a cancer in that uh, locker room, you know. And, and what you do when you have a cancer, you go get chemotherapy or you go get it cut out, right? So he's gone now, and I think they're gonna be better for it. Another thing is, you know, these players. I thought they were playing, you know, to win championships. It doesn't seem like he just wanted to, you know, go out there, you know, play a little bit, demand a contract, and then when his time was up, he was gonna leave, you know, and leave the, the team high and dry. So. Anthony in Florida, it's funny you mentioned that because I said earlier this year, the best team for James Harden has always been Team Harden. And at a certain point, that Team Harden does not win championships. That's why I said, boy, the Philadelphia 76ers, Harry, boy, did they look happy. They looked awful camaraderie. I know that's not a word. Guys were getting along, sharing the basketball. 
looking out for each other, when you can take away that cloud and you start trying to find rain in that cloud when it comes to James Harden, everybody just felt better. If I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, moving on from this or him wanting to move on from you could be the best thing in terms of two reasons. One I just mentioned, a lot more happiness in that locker room. And number two, now you don't run the risk of losing Joel Embiid. Because if this had continued and they gave James Harden a match contract, in my opinion, this is just me spitballing, Joel Embiid said, that's it. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not trying to make it work with this guy. You value this guy way too much over me, and I know I've laid it on the line for this organization. I know I've laid a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on the line for this organization to be a championship team and not make it all about me. That's what this means to me with the 76ers future, Joel Embiid. By moving on from James Harden, in my opinion, you would submit that Joel Embiid is not going to look to go anywhere because now he has guys that believe in him and he believes in them. They're a lot better going forward, not having James Harden than they were, no matter what kind of superstar abilities that James Harden has brought to the table. And I can honestly say now moving forward, this is the third best team in the Eastern Conference, right? And if you're Daryl Morey, something that's also on the table, you see how this team is going to play and where they fare up before the trade, uh, NBA trade, uh, tra- uh, trade deadline. And then at that point, if you feel like you need to go out and get someone else, then you make those moves. If you feel like mm-hmm. you're solid across the board with what you have and you don't have to make a move, then good riddings. But now you have an opportunity to just move forward. Tyrese Maxey, I believe, is going to Amen. ascend in this role talk that and talk. be even a bigger player than what he's been so far. I also think this is going to be able to unlock Tobias Harris because I don't think Tobias Harris has been as comfortable the last few years because his role may have diminished a little bit yeah, because he, James Harden has to have the basketball in his hands yeah, so much. Yeah, the only time he saw the basketball was in the layup line. <laughs> so, I, so I think this is going to open up and unlock him a lot more yep. from a scoring standpoint of being a guy that they have to count on night in and night out. But like I said, when they get to the NBA trade deadline, if Daryl Moore, if you like what you have, you mm. go with it. If you feel like you need to add another piece or pieces to the puzzle, yeah. you still have the luxury of doing that as well. And from the we know this now, so you department, bringing back these expiring contracts part of this trade, now the 76 are on track to have anywhere from 50 to $65 million in salary cap space next summer. If they don't want to part with pieces or the gold coins known as draft picks of the trading deadline, Harry, they can wait until next year to go get somebody and have to, don't have to worry about any kind of compensation going that other way. And plus they'll have a lot happier basketball team now that you know who is not bringing that cloud to that organization. Keep weighing in. What does this James Harden trade mean to you? Let us know on Twitter at hdouglas83. That's Harry's handle, my handle, Coleman ESPN. Don't forget the phone as well. Dr. Pepper call on the line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Trading deadline, the NFL is 20 minutes away. The one guy that would have loved to have been traded today in the NFL would have been Devontae Adams of the Raiders. I honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. And he went on to say a little bit more than that, even though he knows he's going to still be a Raider after 4 o'clock. You'll find out what he said next on Freddie and Harry. And this is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It's the Holloway edition of Freddie and Harry. Welcome to the Spooktacular on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And I always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. He is Harry Douglas. I am Freddie Coleman. <laughs> Devontae Adams probably thinking, there's a nightmare on my street because he's not getting away from his quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, after they lost last night to the Detroit Lions. The trading deadline, the NFL, is 12 minutes away. 
more than likely Devontae Adams is not going to be traded. After last night, he was thinking about that and why he is where he is. I honestly, I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind? Frustration, but I mean, that's, that kind of goes without saying. And Harry, that frustration is not going to cease in 12 minutes, give or take a lie or two, because he's not going to be traded. Adam Sheff, the ESPN NFL insider, first takes it. No chance in hell that he's going to be traded by the trading deadline. So if you're the Raiders, you got to hold on to that and hope that it works. If you're the 49ers, you have loaded up for one particular team, and that team's the Philadelphia Eagles getting Chase Young from the Washington Commanders today for a third-round pick. Yeah, if I'm looking at the San Francisco 49ers right now, one of the things I think in the last three weeks that have hurt their football team was the inability to get pressure on the quarterback and sack the quarterback. You bring in another guy, Chase Young, who was teammates with Nick Bosa, so you know those two guys are going to have chemistry. Mm-hmm. But you talk about depth on top of depth. We, I, th- I was thinking about another team who was like this, and I, there was only, I think, a few come to mind. The Philadelphia Eagles. Right. The uh, New York Jets. Okay. They're another team that has depth across their defensive line. True. And when I think about, you know, your chances of winning a championship, what must you have? You got to win the line of scrimmage, right? Offensive line, defensive line. So the D line of the San Francisco 49ers uh, just got a lot better. And I think also it's going to help guys on the back end, right? When you lack pass rush, in which I don't understand why it's happening this year because this is one of the best teams at doing it a year ago. But it all started with Nick Bosa. He hasn't been the same guy this season, particularly the last few games. They got to get that thing ramped up and started because your back end is now compromised when you don't. It's amazing. Eight games into the season, Nick Bosa has only two sacks. For the San Francisco 49ers. Last year's defensive player of the year. It seemed that like every time you turned around, somebody's husband, somebody's son were getting sacked at quarterback by Nick Bosa, which is taking people out behind the woodshed. But it also goes back to the fact that what we've seen from the 49ers the last three games, where they were pushed around, that defensive line was pushed around. The Browns did it. They won that game. The Vikings did it, created all that room for Kirk Cousins to throw the football. They won that football game. We saw it this week with the Cincinnati Bengals look at them and say, 49ers, bloodthirsty pirates, we'll take care of that. And the next thing you know, they're running the football. Joe Burrow has room to make passes down the field. This was formulated to make sure that that depth, that what maybe was getting worn down just a little bit, now you add somebody else who's in the final year of his contract, you know he wants to play when it comes to Chase Young like his hair is on fire, and you get to be a part of that defense with a guy that you played with in college at the Ohio State University when it comes to Nick Bosa. You hope that this shapes up to say our secondary is not the best, but it won't matter if we can get to the quarterback and get the football out of his hands or make him eat the football by adding another piece in that defensive line. Listen, if you're Chase Young, you, you're ecstatic. You're excited, right? You're getting a fresh start with a team that's probably going to make the playoffs. You understand the mindset of this team is physicality, physicality, physicality on top of one another, right? But from an individual standpoint, you understand that, you know, Washington didn't pick up your fifth-year option, so you're playing for a contract. So you're, get, you're going to be able to capitalize off the other great players on that defensive line when you have a Javon Hargrave, right? right? When you have an Eric Armstead, a Nick Bosa, you're going to get one-on-ones. You have to capitalize on those one-on-ones and show other teams across the league that you are still that guy and you are still a guy that they can give a lot of money to mm-hmm. in a big contract moving forward into free agency in 2024. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Another trade happening today involving Joshua Dobbs, the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, being traded to the Minnesota Vikings for a conditional 2024 seventh-round pick. 
and they get a 2024 six-round pick. Apparently, both of these teams will listen to a certain guy named Harry Domish yesterday. This is a prime opportunity for this team right now to continue winning and put themselves in a nice position to make the playoffs in 2023. Three, guy, three guys I got right now, in my opinion, Jacoby Brissett, number one. Okay. Joshua Dobbs. And the reason why I say Joshua Dobbs is because Kyler Murray is now back for the Arizona Cardinals. So okay. maybe they can get a little something for him and try to use those picks in the draft, Arizona, that is. Not even 24 hours ago. Harry Domas was right on it. <laughs> With Joshua Dobbs being traded to the Minnesota Vikings to replace Kirk Cousins out for the rest of the season with an injury. And they had to make this move. And I want to give a lot of credit to Joshua Dobbs, right? He came into a situation. It didn't take it for granted. Went out there on the football field, balled out, uh, beat the Dallas Cowboys and really embarrassed him uh, on, on a national televised game. Showed that he can be trusted. And the Minnesota Vikings were in a situation where Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles. And they still have an opportunity to contend for a playoff berth, right? right? They had the Falcons this week, and we understand Joshua Dobbs is not going to play this weekend, but we're going to see how quickly he can get up on the offense. But they have Atlanta, New Orleans, the Denver Broncos, the Chicago Bears, and Las Vegas Raiders. If you're the Minnesota Vikings, you feel like, hey, we have a chance to win any one of those games mm-hmm. and up our chances to make the playoffs at the end of the year. So you had to go out there and make this move and get a quarterback that has showed this season right. that he can beat a team in the Dallas Cowboys. The, listen, there's on the Cardinals just about competed in every game that they've had this season. And part of that reason why is because the quarterback Joshua Dobbs, now he's going to get an opportunity to go out there and showcase his talents. Furthermore, I love the situation that he was in last year when he was with the Tennessee Titans mm-hmm. and they almost beat the, Dallas the Jacksonville. Cowboys. No, no, it was the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. And also was the, it the Cowboys. Cow- yes, also the you're Cowboys right. on Thursday night football. You're right. Watching you're right that about game. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I like Joshua Dobbs as a QB in Minnesota. I, I think they're going to be in a, a good spot. But poor Devontae Adams. Oh. Did you see Dan Graziano this morning get up where he said they interviewed Devontae Adams before the Monday night game that they lost to the Detroit Lions? And he said, what's the one thing you say about your quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo? And he said, well, he's really good at saying my bad. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo right now, I think the way he's played this season, uh-huh. he just better stay on GQ magazine. I'll leave it at that. Uh, we, we went there, didn't we? I didn't, had to. Well, you didn't have to. You chose to. I, you didn't have to. As far as that goes. The, the way he missed Devontae last night, hell, I had to. That's true. The word threat when it comes to the Chiefs in the AFC and the Clippers in the NBA, that's next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.